job before having a nice long weekend and doing Tony Robbins UPW event which oh by the way I've never done before that uh, stands for unleash the power within I believe and I will be keeping you abreast on the podcast and I'll be recording as much of my downloads as possible to share with you kind of what I'm what I'm learning and going through the next four days, it's pretty exciting. And Wednesday night, I normally have um, class, back-to-back class, actually, from 6 till just about 10 at night on every Wednesday. There's two two coach classes I go to. And um, I've been stressing between, like, running to go get my car done yesterday, for example, took away from some of the prep I need to do for UPW. So I'm like, when am I going to get this all done? Like I actually have a meeting at six this morning just because there's no more hours in the day. Uh, But my first coaching was canceled tonight. So I get to run to the supermarket and get some fresh vegetables for this event. So that's pretty exciting. (laughs) Maybe more than vegetables. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. So happy Friday to me. I have had an interesting, I don't know, 12 hours. And I think the reading is going to prompt me to share a little more about that. So here goes. Dinah Shore starts us off with our quote. Trouble is a part of life. And if you don't share it, you don't give it to the person who loves you. You don't give the person who loves you a chance to love you enough. Just as gravity keeps us grounded and connected to the earth, our fellowship keeps us bound to sobriety. The fellowship available to us in our 12-step program keeps us in reality. A problem pondered in isolation seems immense. The same problem shared by those who truly understand is manageable. We need other people from the moment we are born. We need to be included to feel we're part of something larger than ourselves. Our spirits hunger for contact from others and thirst for a relationship with God. Our fellowship is there, a warm, friendly, and accepting family. Our higher power loves us. We are not alone, no matter where we travel, no matter how large our problems seem at the moment. Our joys are doubled and our sadness diminished through the sharing of our hearts. Today, help me listen carefully and give me as well Listen carefully and give as well as take so I may fully experience the gift of fellowship. I'm hearing a lot of stuff in there and I don't know if it's just the way my brain is working this morning. The essence of this reading to me is about not trying to walk alone with your shit. You know, like maybe your bucket's too full and you need help emptying it. That's that's in my Bobby the Awesome language, right? And it, of course, refers to the fellowship. You know, if you are in GA or a group of some kind, 
don't show up and not share. The quote kicks us off with, you know, giving other people the chance to help us, you know, is kind of like giving them love on some level. Now, I don't mean the chronic, you know, whiner that doesn't take action. I'm talking about the legit stuff you need to process and maybe just talk through, say out loud so that it starts helping you fix it or deal with it, whatever it is. It's it's the difference between healing and gambling, in my opinion, this, this sharing piece. I think it's really important because if we don't get it, you know, like out of our mouth, out of our heart, out of our head, if we don't talk about it, if we don't process things, that's when all that burying starts. And I'm here to tell you, burying doesn't work. That bucket being full and carrying around that luggage for years, it just it just doesn't work. So I encourage, I encourage you to take advantage of the community you, you have. And one step further, the, you know, the universe or your God or your higher power or a tree in the park. If it's, you know, if it's even a tree in a park, you have to go talk to, to um, release some of that. I, I'm very connected to this reading this morning. And like I said, it could be my frame of mind, but one of my friends who I haven't spoken to in quite a while because it wasn't a balanced friendship and I preach boundaries, um, I kind of let in a little. They're dealing with something just catastrophically awful and I'm not sure if it was gambling related. I still don't know all the details, but my friend witnessed someone killing themselves and the little I do know, um, the person blamed him, which obviously it's nobody's fault if you take your own life. But nonetheless, I'm 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 sure whatever was said or whatever happened is just fucking mortifying, and I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. So this friend who I haven't been in communication with, um started kind of reaching out for help not too long after this happened. And, you know, there's a couple, there's a couple versions of Bobby. There's Bobby who has to take care of herself and her boundaries. There's Bobby, the person who shows up in regular life, you know, that's a friend to work people and, you know, to her, her regular tribe and, you know, doing what we have to do in relationships. And then there's this other dynamic of people in recovery, you know, in our GA meetings or in our group or whatever. And there's connections and relationships built there. Now where I'm struggling is there's some crossover between recovery and my real world with this person. And the, the Bobby who wants to protect herself and make herself number one and have boundaries and, and all that stuff is having a little bit of a struggle with recovery Bobby who wants to help this person through this pain and, and stuff. And part of the conversation 
so I haven't talked to this person in like seven or eight months. So part of the conversation was around like where we left off in our friendship was that from an outsider looking in, I thought that they were drinking to solve problems or to run from things, which wasn't my place to decide that for them. I just know that how they showed up wasn't working for me or didn't show up, I should say. So here we are with this this horrible tragedy that they're trying to deal with and what came out of some dialogue was that they're not drinking to deal with this stuff. And my response was, then I'd much rather you reach out to me, even though, I, you know, like, you know, my boundaries are up and that my, my fences are up. But if it means you're not doing self-harm, which if you're, you know, drinking to medicate, it's just, to me, that's self-harm because you're keeping the shit in the bucket. You just can't feel how heavy the bucket is when you're drinking or gambling. I would prefer that alternative. And this is where the honesty and the value of putting yourself first can get a little tricky. And I, I'm actually feeling like I handled it pretty well. And I know that they need... They need... They, if, if I didn't, if I wasn't putting myself at risk, I would definitely try to, um, console and coach and, um, talk through all of this, but I, I can't get entrenched. This relationship's just too complicated, but I will acknowledge, you know, that reaching out to me is better than the gamble, the drink, the whatever, and my recovery version of myself wants to help, like really wants to help. So I'm I'm finding a balance and I think I'm doing an okay job at that, to be honest. And and I I feel like I could say that because I'm not I'm not crying, I'm not carrying that burden on me. I I am doing like what this quote said, I'm, I'm having the opportunity to love and, and, and show love. Cause I'll tell you, I'd be devastated if I heard that anything bad happened to this person. Um, and you know, it's, it's possible they're not sleeping, you know, Driving a car after not sleeping is as dangerous as, you know, drinking and driving, for example. So I get a lot of fear around bad things happening just based on my history. And I want to do the right thing. So um, I'm, I'm trying to sort through that. I'm being loving and kind and honest. And in this particular case, one of the things that I would advocate for is that they continue to reach out, maybe not to me, but reach out, whether it's, you know, groups or counseling and they know their resources. But also my question in my last communication is like, hey, are you counting on your your higher power? Like this is a person who's in the in the God and the church school of camp and 
has a relationship with God and has had one for a while. So that needs to be one of the places that they put their energy as well. So two two points here, I guess, after all of that is if you need the help to process or deal with something or even celebrate something, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a negative. Maybe it's just being proud of yourself for doing something and 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 filling your bucket the other way with some positive energy. That's okay too. The more positive that's in there, the less negative that can come in. You see, it works in both ways. So that's the one point. And the other point is, you know, stay true to yourself. It's it's not always going to be the easiest, guys. It's it's not. It's worth it, though. It's so worth it. I don't feel like my recovery is at risk because of other people. Like if my recovery was at risk, it's going to be because of, of me. Because I've allowed, allowed this foundation of where I kind of protect myself. And, and protecting myself is different than it used to be. Protecting myself used to be not letting anyone in. Now I can let people in and bucket for lack of a better word but kind of put like take what I need and leave the rest or give without take trying to carry somebody's luggage for them at you know at the airport I'm not carrying their luggage I can't carry their luggage um they're gonna have to figure out how to empty their bucket and their luggage themselves but I can say hey this is how you empty your bucket that's that's the difference I think so, yeah, pretty uh, pretty interesting 12 hours because, I mean, granted, I slept for some of them, but um, this was a little out of my comfort zone, and I'm, I'm happy with how I'm handling myself. So that's, see, you're my, you're my peeps, and I'm telling you that I'm proud of myself for the way I'm handling myself. You're helping me keep my, my bucket positive. Just like you helped me get the negative out of my bucket. All right. Well, I am going to go get ready for my meeting. I hope that you guys have a great day. I will be back tonight for sure after I get my groceries and stuff. I think we're up. Ooh, excuse me. Up to N. And um, I will tell you now that things may be my schedule may be wacky with this event going on this weekend. So I don't know what to do. And I don't, I don't like to pre-record. I would like you to have the true, whatever the heck is happening on that day. So at least for coping while cooped. So I may be intermittent, but I will be here for you twice a day. One way or another. All right, beautiful people. Have a great day. Hump day, I will chat with you later.